Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. Is that something in my teeth? Yeah, on the bottom. Like from the chocolate chip cookies. That's fucking worth it. <laughs> <laughs> this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is, we didn't even establish a full name. Mm-hmm. Uh, corporations at Pride? Yeah. Yeah. That'll do. That'll do. You can think of something <clears throat> a little more snazzy for the iTunes. Probably not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, before we jump into this, I want to give a huge shout out to all of our patrons and an extra special thank you to Aiden, Emily, Olivia, Liz, and Serena. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting this podcast and also sticking around the last few weeks when we didn't have video. I apologize from here on out. There's going to be video and it's kind of extra special now because it's only going to be on Patreon. So if you want yeah. video, you have to become a patron. So click the link in our bio over on Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. Follow Sean, who just passed 7K, famous. Micro-influencer, confirmed. Seriously, at Sean.Lusk. And follow me at Brianne Williamson, because I like attention. And you can find us on TikTok as well. I just passed 500,000 on TikTok. That's, your country is getting bigger and bigger. Oh my God, it's so exciting. Okay, I think that's all I have to say. Oh, wherever you're listening, make sure to follow or subscribe. And subscribe. Follow and subscribe. <laughs> also, um, I have some very exciting news. Can mm, I talk about how I am? Nice. <laughs> Sean had a tough day and I had a good one. So um, I have imposter syndrome. Yes. Because it's. <laughs> Me, of course you do. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's just who I am. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if I had like 10,000 followers or five followers or like five million followers. Mm-hmm. I feel like I will always have imposter syndrome. Like I've spoken about this before, how we sit here and record the podcast. And a lot of times I forget that people actually enjoy listening to it or I don't, people listen to it. We didn't say anything about enjoyment. <laughs> to be perfectly Okay. Fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of times when you see feedback via numbers on social media it's hard to mentally process that those are human beings yeah so i had my first meet and greet of this pride season go up for seattle and it sold out in like five minutes i'm telling you you are the next adele i'm very like a talentless adele (laughs) (laughs) you know I can leave it to you to always feel good about myself. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're really relaxed. appreciate it. You should change your Instagram bio to Vancouver's talentless Adele. <laughs> <laughs> Why Adele? Because she sells out quick. <laughs> I know, but there's so many artists that do. Yeah, but she's the one that I've heard about recently. That just fucking the tickets fly like, off the shelves. Yeah. It's, it's like a like second. 60 seconds, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll take it. I, I personally love Adele. I mean... It would be nice to have, have some talent. talent. Yeah. yeah. But I'll take it. I'll take yeah. what I can get. But I'm also saying that because I do have the meet and greet coming up in Vancouver that I'm going to be posting about soon that Sean is not coming to because he sucks. You need, first of all, mm-hmm. you need to stop blaming this on me, considering mm-hmm. the fact that you pitched it to me. And then I was like, I can't do that week because of this. And you but said, there's no other options. I, I know it's pride week. I grow know, up, be I, in town for pride week. I have engagements. Literally grow up and learn to be gay. Learn to factor gayness into your calendar. I'm trying anyways. So I will say that make sure that you get on my newsletter and, uh, my text list, which is linked in my bio at Brian Williamson so that you can get those tickets and also in the future for 
tickets but for both Sean and I because I'm going to force you to do something in the I'm future. I'm down. Okay. Um, did you see the discourse on Discord today? Uh, no, I've been out of the loop. Oh. What's up? Uh, somebody said... I, I don't know who else to talk to about this, but I'm just going to post this screenshot of a text from a girl. Like, I don't really know what we are. Oh and God. it was a screenshot of your messages. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, I need advice. Like, what do you think we are? And somebody was like, oh, I think she's clearly looking for a friend, like something, something. And then the other person was like, oh, like, I'm going to break her heart when I tell her that I actually am already like with someone. And I responded and I was like, block her number right away. Yeah. She's restraining been, order. She's been harassing me for years. <laughs> psycho alert. Full psycho alert. <laughs> I'm so sad I missed this on yeah. the Discord. Okay. Well, to that person, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you've been removed from Discord at this point. I will be blocking Access you. Access revoked. Um. I love no I actually love that person that's fucking hilarious oh my god I can't wait to look at that yeah no actually people are responding to me on my text list and being like I didn't think you would actually respond because they think it's like a robot list and I'm like no 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 I don't think you understand I'm so excited to have friends to talk to no one texts me it's great people they are getting a robot you are human but still you give off (laughs) (laughs) I give off robotic vibes definitely (laughs) you know you really dig for a lot of things to make fun of me about but there's always something fresh and new now it's robot that's that's why they keep coming they just they're fresh they're new Mm -hmm. i'm always serving something different before we started today i said to sean wow i listened to our podcast Mm -hmm. today because sean was like you have to listen and hear this part that you said speech impediment yeah (laughs) really lovely again Uh sean was like make sure you listen to see how how much you you suck yeah fucking loser idiot (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh oh yeah for sure i'll listen in so i listened so before we started today i was like our audio is so good i was trying to give like a positive a nice note sean responds to me yeah it is i will say though <laughs> you because you move the mic so much the whole podcast you just hear your little rings jingling and moving around i was like wow i'm so happy we had this nice positive conversation it's called constructive criticism and <laughs> it's not the whole podcast you usually get tired about 10 minutes in <laughs> i think what you need to learn about constructive criticism is that you're supposed to pair it with a positive Like you're supposed to be like, yeah, you know what? Recently you've been really good at this, but I still do think you need to work on this. See, I said our audio does sound really good. (laughs) Except for when you do this. Except for you. That's I paired it. (laughs) Except for you ruin it is what you I paired it. (laughs) Okay, anyways. My point is, I think we sound fantastic. I do too. Okay, that's the last time I'm giving you a compliment. So I hope you really soaked it in. I did. Okay. <laughs> I have another question before we get into corporations at P- Pride. Okay. This is like a very serious question. Elephants or witches. <laughs> and and I know you'll give me a serious answer okay. because you're a good friend and because you're straight up. Mm-hmm. I've recently been struggling mm-hmm. because I don't know which way is the best way to wear my hair. Oh, what do you mean? What I mean by that is... two ways that you wear your hair, though. No, okay, hear me out. I was scrolling on my Instagram, and there's actually a few ways that okay. I wear my hair. There's, I would say, four. Okay, okay, give me them. There's 
can the I bun. Give you, can I give you the two? Bun and down. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. The duh. <laughs> so there's bun and then there's down straight. Oh. There's down curly slash wavy. And then sometimes I'll toss in either like two buns or like a low ponytail. You also do bun tight and bun uh, weak hand strength that day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bun got tired halfway. <laughs> so here's my stress with this. Here's okay. my stress with this. It's not stressful at all. I just, You're talking to the wrong person. I've had the same haircut for like 10 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I do think you'll be honest because everyone else will be like, oh, like they all look good. But for example... If I were to have like a photo shoot coming up mm-hmm. or if I were to have like the Seattle meet and greet, I started to think about my outfits okay. and I, as you know, don't usually think too much about that stuff, No, um, which I like about myself, but I'd also like to know what my best is. So I, what do you think your best? I is? don't know. That's my thing. So I was looking and I'm like, I don't know what should be my go-to for like important moments. Mm. I think the most brie is yeah. bun tight. Yeah. Um, and then I personally think your hair looks the best when it's like down and kind of naturally like wavy. Okay. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. But I think the most brie is bun tight. If you ever switched your hair, it would literally fuck with my whole I psyche. I have nothing else to do with it though. It would know? stress me the fuck out. Because yeah. you're just Sean. Like you, you, your hair is your hair. I'm giving Sean every day. You have a nice hairline too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's very like, I'm, I'm up close and it's, it's very like dense as Thank well. So I'm very happy really for you. That's really what we're clinging on to. I'm happy point. for you about that. That's the only thing I've left in my life. <laughs> okay. So obviously a natural segue is to now talk about corporations at pride. Yeah. So I think, um, as we talked about, you were kind of trying to figure out what hairstyle works best with you. Mm-hmm. And that's why this pride we've partnered with Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine I did that whole, that whole fucking it's bit. It's all been a bit. <laughs> just, just so I could be like, and that's why I use Garnier hairspray with my bun. Your hairline is so strong, Sean. It's almost like the Garnier Fructis is <laughs> really... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Listen, I would do it for the bank, but Garnier is not They haven't reached out yet. <laughs> so that was just an example for them. Exactly. Or any hair company. Garnier really. teaser. <laughs> it, it, see how well we can naturally put in an ad. They wouldn't even know it's they, an ad. They have no fucking clue. <laughs> um yeah, corporations at Pride. Mm-hmm. You have some background on this. You I feel like it's almost like your NDA has been revoked currently. <laughs> That's how I feel too, actually. Yeah, you're a free woman. Yeah, so Sean, a little background. Sean pitched this episode topic to me last year. Well, I mostly just said, let's burn Amazon to the ground. Yeah. But you were like, I can't. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, Amazon's like, Can we do it next paying month? rent, bitch. <laughs> No. Can we do it next month? Okay. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're a sellout. But we love that. Okay. Let me finish with my background. Okay. Last summer, because I said to Sean when he pitched it again this year, I was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it this year. Um, You pitched it this year. Did I? Yeah. Okay, fun. I didn't know your your schedule. So y- yeah, you didn't know I my posting just, schedule. Yeah. <laughs> I 
it was one of those things last year where take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. I genuinely use all of the brands that I promote. Totally. Do I think all those brands bring complete positivity to the world? No. Do I order from Amazon every week? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's one of those like hard like catch 22s sometimes as a creator, especially an LGBTQ plus creator. There's only a certain amount of brands that will work for you. It's a smaller yeah. pool because I'm not posting about beauty or fashion a lot of the time. Yeah. And usually the brands that are in those realms, the only time they come around is during pride season, which it's, it's double-sided. It's, outrageously unfortunate because I think that they're missing a huge market. And I think by promoting LGBTQ plus creators and sponsoring their content year round, they would greatly benefit. Um, especially as consumers become more and more conscious of rainbow washing and we'll get into all of that. And as consumers become more and more queer because we're taking over. Exactly. So, um, So there's that side of it. And then on the other side of it, so you're like, okay, you know, that sucks because they're only here during pride. Yeah. But then on the other side of it, as an LGBTQ plus creator, unlike a lot of creators that are kind of just like consistently getting brand deals throughout the year. Yeah. I get brand deals here and there, but it's like 80% of my brand outreach during pride season. So you're weighing the pros and cons of, okay, I create, and I'm going to sound like I'm tuning my own horn in this segment, but I, it's, I think it's important to the topic. Um, I create free content that I think, I know we joke about it, but I think helps people. People Mm -hmm. have told me it helps them. I think it undeniably helps people. Yeah, Yeah. So, I mean, you know, even if you're eye rolling about TikToks, it's like I genuinely am trying to make that content for people that are at different points in their journey to find their authentic selves or come out. Things that I needed to hear when I wasn't out and, you know, between YouTube videos and that and creating short films and our podcast, it's a lot of work that 99% of the time you're doing for free. Yeah, And I also think... Like, for example, on TikTok, there's not even a Canadian creator fund. Which is absurd. So genuinely, and I think a lot of people in America don't know that, because I'm Canadian, I've never made a cent off of TikTok. Not one cent. So it's hard because you're like, okay, I'm creating all this content. I'm putting a ton of time into it between editing and creating it. And I think it's genuinely coming from a good place. And I think I'm putting good into the world. Do I deserve to get paid in some way for that content Absolutely. and compensate it? Yeah. Um, and also with the type of content that I'm trying to move towards and would really love to make in particular more short films, those cost so much money to make. And I want to be able to pay the people that work on them because I'm hiring queer nice. people to do it. Yeah. And like, I won't 
I won't just ask for favors. Like I want to hire those people to do the jobs that they're amazing at. Um, in the same way that if I'm hiring an editor, editor, I want to make sure that I'm able to pay them. But the reality is, is like what I'm paying them is always more than I'm making when the content gets posted. Yeah. It's not like I'm paying them for an investment and then I make more on the other side. Um, so genuinely where creators, not just myself and in particular LGBTQ plus creators make their money in order to, to fund creating their content is during pride season. Yeah. So it's hard because you really want to be genuine um, and not contribute to rainbow washing. So a lot of times that means picking through the pile of brand requests that come in and, you know, setting your own boundaries of what you accept and what you don't because you're like, okay, this brand's saying they're going to donate X amount of money or this brand's saying that they do all this year round. But then of course, with certain corporations, like if you dig deep enough, it's going to be like, like these corporations are not mom and pop shops. And unfortunately those smaller businesses that are probably doing a lot more and better jobs don't have the money exactly. to pay to influencers. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, sometimes you gotta just, you know, go to Jeff Slezos. It's just how it works. It's just how it works. And it, <laughs> it's like really shitty because it's like when we've talked about it before too, I think part of being an LGBTQ plus creator also means that you have a bigger magnifying glass on yourself because as soon as you're being queer and out is inherently political. As soon as you are out, you're taking a stand. It's a very brave thing to do. I will say that for every person who comes out, even if you're not posting political stuff, just by saying I'm here, I'm queer you are going against the grain in so many ways. And a lot of people are going to disagree with that. And in turn, inherently, people take queer content as a political stance, which means a lot of people that are following you also, even if they're in support of your queerness, have strong opinions on who's supporting LGBTQ plus people, who's not. um, And genuinely they care a lot more about issues in the world. And I think that's so amazing, but it also means that my following the people that subscribe to my content are much more, are much tougher on me. Yeah. And I like that they call me out, but also I see these like fashion influencers or these beauty influencers or whatever that, don't get that same criticism over every little word that they say or every little thing they promote because people are just there for makeup or yeah. people are there for whatever. But when people come to my page, they're there for, in a lot of ways, deeper, more meaningful issues or content or topics. And in turn, they care more. Yeah. I also think it's one of those things that if um, Addison Ray mm-hmm. did a brand partnership yeah. with some random brand and then you were to do a partnership yeah. with the same brand yeah. in Pride Month, yeah. you would get a thousand times more shit yeah. than she would yeah. just because people are dissecting every single mm-hmm. little part of that company for that month, which yeah. I think they should. Mm-hmm. But it's also like you got to keep the energy year round for everybody if that's what you're gonna do (laughs) if that's what you're gonna do I completely agree yeah and it's also then it becomes the conversation of 
and and trust me, we'll get to the point of this podcast where I flip it on the other side and I shit on myself. But I just want to give the topic of <laughs> it's going to get wild like, around way? here. <laughs> Patreon <fans>. exclusive <laughs> scat play. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like then the question becomes also okay if you don't like influencers working with not like small businesses that are doing amazing things. Yeah but you're also consuming all their content for free. Do you not think that they should get paid? It's, it, there's blows, a flaw in the system. The flaw in the system also is that all the people mm-hmm. that are losing their shit yeah. over influencers and queer creators yeah. partnering with brands that they think are unfavorable. And yeah. like for the most part, there's like, I would say most people at this point mm-hmm. aren't doing brand partnerships with like incredibly problematic companies. You yeah. know? Like most people are pretty intelligent and know yeah. not to do mm-hmm. like ones that are horrific. Um yeah, most most influencers aren't doing partnerships with like horrific companies. Yes. They're doing them with large companies, which is like which are inherently sometimes horrific because unfortunately when you have a company like Amazon that owns fucking everything. But the people that are the people that are micro analyzing all of these interactions with queer influencers are still Amazon Prime members. <laughs> this is my point. Like I'm like, you can't be on people's asses and still be part of the machine. That's yeah. not how it works. The influencer is also part of the machine. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's the thing is a if lot you, of people are like, oh, but you're promoting it. That's their difference. Right. It's like it doesn't need, it doesn't promotion. need promotion. It's fucking Amazon. It Everybody knows what Amazon Prime And in my mind, again, like on this one side of it, before I play devil's advocate or I guess scat play, um, (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like, if I can take X thousand dollars from Amazon Prime or Amazon or Walmart or one of these big corporations. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I can use it to create a short film. Or I can use it to create content. You're even giving it too much. I'm like the fact that there are so many problematic companies Mm -hmm. and companies that don't really give a shit about queer people year round. Mm -hmm. The fact that for one month of the year, they feel held hostage (laughs) to, first of all, like some of them are giving big chunks of money to queer Court or yeah. such a queer uh, like outreach things like that yeah. that they maybe wouldn't ever unless mm-hmm. they literally we were holding them at gunpoint which yes. we are and then just the fact that there are queer people for a month <laughs> that are getting the coin yeah I love that I love I'm that like, too just fucking Robin Hood them like I'm like <laughs> the fact that for one month queer people are getting the coin yeah. when they should be getting it year round that's obviously yes. the issue but I'm like kind of love that who cares literally who cares (laughs) i know okay and here's the thing i want you to ask yourself if you're listening and again if you disagree with everything i'm saying like that's part of it and also do you consume from these places if you, if you are like a farmer's market bitch living off through the land, and through, you don't pay taxes you have solar panels that weren't yeah. provided by amazon you can comment then literally punch you me are, in the face and if you aren't yeah shut up <laughs> it's not even it's like no that's what it is it's <laughs> all it comes down to um you know what and it's one of those things where i 
I don't know what the answer is. Yeah. I don't know what the alternative is because unfortunately the platforms that we are on don't provide money for what you're creating. It's a very weird industry that hasn't caught up in the sense that like TikToks are getting way more views than a lot of TV show episodes. Yeah. Yet those people are making money. And also, guess where that fucking money is coming from? The car commercials, the everything. As soon as you understand how, unfortunately, capitalism works, like it's easy to watch those actresses or actors on TV shows and be like, see, they're just doing the art. They're not in their Instagram promoting Garnier. It's like, yeah, because the Garnier car commercials are paying, paying the company for the for company the who pays them for the show. So they don't yeah. have to because they get paid out for their art yeah. in a roundabout way from the fucking car companies yeah. um, or whoever is doing the ads on that television show or on the sidebar on the website where it's where you can watch it online. So it's like it's all getting paid. Influencer influencers get shit on because it's direct. The middleman's not there. Yeah. And I get that. It looks so like aggressive in a lot of ways. But I also think it really frustrates me and I do need to say this. Every once in a while when I do an ad post for a bigger brand, and again, I think if you follow my content, you will notice that I very rarely do ad posts. Yeah. That's because I get a lot of shit that I don't want to do. Yeah. And I know that some people might not believe that, but it's true. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't use that, or I fucking hate that, or that just does not feel like right for me, and I say no. But if I use it, I'm like, okay, fair enough. I use it, it feels authentic to me. That's why there's not a ton of posts. It's not like my feed is full of posts, okay, that are ad related. I, I create way more content that's not. Whereas I will say there are some influencers out there, if you notice, are basically creating for that. Oh my God. Like the only time so they upload a YouTube can... video is because there's an ad that they need to post. Or those Instagrams that. Every story. Quite literally every story and post is is an ad is an ad yeah so you know what i think i'm doing a fairly good job with balance and i also get frustrated because every once in a while when i do do one of these ad posts i will get dms like you should be using your platform to support small businesses shut the fuck up i do for free (laughs) yeah all the fucking time also if you have your fucking eyes open for one fucking minute of one fucking day you'd see that i'm promoting local gay bars local organizations donating my money promoting local artists uh local small businesses giving shout outs constantly to the point that i'm like people are probably annoyed by this yeah because if i'm using any space for quote-unquote ads it's typically unpaid ones because i like small businesses and i want to shout them out yeah so literally shut the fuck up You're also the person that <laughs> found a local a small business candy store the other day and like did so much that you bought like <laughs> their whole fucking their entire out. like that's just what you do that's what i do <laughs> yeah. i love supporting small businesses and yeah. i know everyone says that but it's true i think i've shown it and i've proved it but they also don't have the buying power to reach out to small no that, that wasn't shade no smaller like queer influencers to pay for ads for themselves so it's like i don't it's a very common, but that's what situation. I'm saying. I don't want them to pay me because no, I no. know that 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 is like for them. They don't have that budget. Yeah. I'm also a small business owner in a lot of ways, and I'm like I would never have the budget to pay some of these influencer fees. So like I count on my friends sharing my stuff or um, 
you know, people that just genuinely like it. And I get that. So I, I've seen both sides. I do that genuinely. And I think that people just a lot of times, it's very easy to throw stones. It's very easy to get your back up and be like, I believe in this without like taking a look at like, okay, why is this going down? You know, do I feel like this person's balanced? Do I feel like they're contributing to the online space in a positive, creative way? Or do I feel like I'm just like constantly watching an ad reel? It's also, I don't necessarily, I, think rainbow washing is awful (laughs) i think that there are way too many large Mm. companies that have an entire chokehold on the entire market share i think that the structure because i think it sounded like i was just like kind of pro-capitalism for a while i think the structure of how um businesses are laid out right now Mm -hmm. is so beyond fucked like the fact that there's like three food companies that own like every small individual brand within that. Yeah. Like that is disgusting. I don't think that's how it should be, Mm -hmm. but I also don't think that we're going to make any strides Mm -hmm. just attacking queer creators for working with these people. Like we need to, you need to work on the actual company itself. Yeah. Like how is this going to solve anything? I also just think it comes down to like voting and legislation. Literally. And also I think, yeah, let's okay. Let's go to the other side now. The other side of the things yeah, are, yeah. I'm gonna start shitting on myself yeah. now. So get ready, Lower patrons. The camera. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the other side of things, uh-huh. I think I would be lying if sometimes I don't feel like guilty in some way of like taking the bait of a paycheck. Yeah. Um, to do certain posts, and then it's like this moral compass thing is like, am I being phony because I? If I say no, I'm not. I'm not doing this because I don't use this service or this product. Yeah. I'm just doing it because I don't want people to think I support this service or con. And then in in but then it's just going in to turn, I'm else. I'm literally just like a hypocrite. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, but I still pay for this product. I still use it. I still love it. You just don't want. I love the fucking service. Sorry, it is what it is. But I want to be viewed as some like granola person that like stands up against the man. So but I'm not going to do it. And then I'm just a fucking phony. Down the line as well. Yeah. And then it's, it's just like someone you're, else. You're not stopping capitalism by saying no No, like they're not like oh my god (laughs) brian williams had said no (laughs) shut shut it down we need to give all of our profits to queer people right now we need to give all of our profits (laughs) to queer people (laughs) like you know Uh, it doesn't do anything it doesn't uh, yeah and but i also so that's one part of it two okay here i am like it's pride month or whatever and i don't have any pride base brand posts yeah. and that was a conscious choice i won't talk too much about that but like i just think that the way that companies are doing it has gotten so much worse mm. like i remember like three years ago feeling like it was in some way genuine in the sense that like certain companies would reach out and they'd be like hey like you're a queer creator we see value in what you have to say. We'd like to, you know, sponsor a post that's obviously like ad by so-and-so, but like free reign on how, what caption you want to write, like we'll promote your message, like whatever it may be. Now it's like, Hey, here's the ad read. Um, you're going to say we're amazing for LGBTQ plus people because, um, you have to include this, 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 that's what it is. And it's like, it's no longer, it used to be more, hey, we want to sponsor a queer 
person to create a piece of content and then incorporate our brand in some way. And now it very much feels like, hey, we're basically hiring you to do this commercial that's like a PR commercial. And I'm not into that. Like, that's where I draw the line. And I, especially as an LGBTQ plus creator, it gets very frustrating because it's like the emails roll in at the exact same time. So in turn, I've... 12.01 a.m. And you're... June yeah. 1st. <laughs> exactly. Hi, gay. Uh, yeah, literally. <laughs> and I also think that it's just a lot of businesses are really being lazy about it and just taking the, like, cheap route. Like, it's just like, hey, every time... I, I fucking hate rainbows too. So it's just exhausting. I was That's, like, no, I don't want your fucking rainbow, no. whatever, like your same product that I just prefer in the regular color, but in rainbow this month. And some people love rainbows and that's fine, but it, it gets so lazy because it'll be like, Hey, this month we've done some crazy mind boggling shit. We've made our same thing that's been here for five years, but we've made it this hideous rainbow color and we want to send you one in exchange for you posting. And a lot of times they're not even offering to pay. It's like, and it's just no. like, you're just taking advantage of the shit. It looks ugly. It looks fucking tacky and it's just lazy. Yeah. And so that shit has just exhausted me to the point that this year it just didn't feel good. Yeah. And, um, I will say that in past years, like I stand by my posts that I've done. I've felt like I've had the reins on what I can say and what I can promote and the messages I can provide. Even for example, with, uh, the Amazon, an Amazon ad that I did, um, they were promoting, uh, queer small businesses and they were using the brand power to pay influencers to do ads for small businesses that don't have the budget to do influencer marketing. Love that. And they were queer owned businesses, a lot of which that I loved. And I loved, I loved working on that campaign. I had a lot of fun doing it. The queer small businesses were stoked to get these grants to be able to do the marketing and have these influencers do creating content for them. And I had a great experience. So there, and and a lot of people will disagree with me on saying that, and that's totally fine. Um, But I do think that there's a difference between something like that and a company just reaching out and being like, Hey, you're gay, right? Okay. We're going to send you this rainbow thing. Here's the caption you're going to post with it. You're going to say we're okay with gay people. We're going to say we're awesome. And that's that. And there's no thought behind how they're actually helping the community. Um, And to me coming from a marketing background, I have a marketing degree. I just don't get how fucking dumb these people are that are in these companies. No, I'm serious. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally like, how fucking out of touch and dumb do you have to be to not realize that if you were the one company or one of the, you know, however many, the small percentage that was like, you know what, this year, let's get LGBTQ plus creators all year. Yeah. And let's not do it during pride month fuck the rainbows let's get let's sponsor like a post a month with these 10 lgbtq plus creators to create something powerful and meaningful and just put at the bottom sponsored by blank yeah 
and just show that we're helping them create a message or create content or create short films or create music or create art or whatever it may be. How much more powerful would that be that it's like, wow, you're actually just investing in these people. And yes, we're not fucking dumb. It's still for a marketing campaign. It's still to look good. Yeah. But it, would it stand out? Trying. Would it stand out way more than like, hey, it's June 1st, so slap a rainbow on yeah. it and like then let's call it a day? I also love whenever Pride Month drops and Target or any big retailer mm-hmm. drops the most horrific Pride merch you've ever seen. Yeah. And then you think about it and it's like, obviously a portion of that is that they feel like they have to because mm-hmm. it's Pride Month. Mm-hmm. But if you know anything about how a company works, they're also doing it because clearly every year they're making money off of it. Yeah. Which means people are buying <laughs> that horrific merch. Like people roasted on TikTok, but they're still making it's enough money so that they no. are doing it every year. I know. So if you want to buy horrific merch, mm-hmm. buy it from a small business, <laughs> vote with your dollar. Vote with your dollar. I think it's also like, I, I think it's still... I'll uh, never understand that. I'm like, there's so many small businesses that, that make, make ugly awful shirts. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hell. Support them. Yeah. No, I'm serious. Um, though. I'm like, if you, if you, if you love the way that shirt looks, that's awesome. You wear you whatever the fuck you want. You can locally on Etsy uh, or yeah, whatever. Totally. Like seriously. Um, where was I going? They'd go beautiful with your skinny jeans. It's Pride Month. Don't attack me like that. The homophobia of it all. I lost my train of thought. I don't know. I will say, I would like to... Oh, go ahead. I got it back. Okay, go ahead. Um, Lauren just said, oh my God, I can hear you all talking about Target Pride and look at this thing I saw at Target. She's clearly going to send me something that she saw at Target. (laughs) Um, What I was going to say is, I just... I think there's so many awful ways that businesses go about conducting business. Mm -hmm. I just don't think we're going to get a lot accomplished by shitting on individual queer creators for Mm -hmm. partnering with those brands because that money will go somewhere eventually. I think at the end of the day, we need to year round hold companies accountable Mm -hmm. vote with our dollar Mm -hmm. that they should be supporting queer people specifically trans people specifically people queer people of color that's another issue is that how many times do you see a big company working with queer people and it's just like a white twink or like bunch of white gays yeah, yeah it's like at least, at least have the decency to give that money to some people yep. of color, to some trans people. Like, yeah. that's what bothers me even more than I anything agree. is like, they're like, okay, let's rainbow wash, but let's stop right when our foot's in the door. Like, you know, yeah. at least give this money to like more interesting people. And another <laughs> new thing I've seen is when they'll, they'll like hire like five and you can tell they've just like done the checkbox thing yeah so it's like okay we've got like an asian creator we've got a black creator we've got like our white twink we've got like our trans woman and it's so painfully obvious that it's like they actually don't care it's and it's not sponsoring their content anything that's authentic to them it's like we needed you for the poster and you like check all these boxes so like stand there smile say that we care about you and then see you later yeah it fucking sucks yeah um yeah I mean, all around the like whole rainbow washing thing, I think it fucking sucks. I, again, why this year I'm not doing any ads for it. 
That's not to say that I'm not going to in the future if like companies seem to care or um, if they want to like invest in something that I as a queer creator thinks important and want to do um, the way that I'm trying to kind of move forward and think about it. And on the off chance, any person that's in marketing for a company is listening, not just for me, but for anyone. Jeff Slezos is listening. Yeah, right definitely. <laughs> um, is I want to start seeing myself as kind of like the way TV shows get marketing. Yeah. Like if you want to be in my credits for promoting Support it, my content, you know, or like sponsored by, yeah. um, I'm moving in that direction. I, that's why I think is something that's more authentic to the brand. That's just like, Hey, you do your thing. We think you're fucking awesome. And we think your message is important and we're going to sponsor it. Um, I mean, I know that's wishful thinking, but I know there are brands that I've worked with that are doing that and have done that for me. And I think it's like amazing. And from what I've heard from them with the feedback, they get a lot more traction because of it. Yeah. Because it looks more authentic. Um, are we going to get shit on from this episode? Why? Because probably I just kind of, definitely, I just kind of negated uh, personal accountability, but <laughs> no, I think that there's personal accountability. I think like I'm taking personal accountability saying yes or no when I choose to say yes or no, but yeah. I'm also not going to sit um, on a pedestal <gasps> and pretend I'm some perfect person that doesn't take part in capitalism when I order weekly from Amazon, yeah. but I also go out to small businesses. I think I'm living in a capitalist society and there's certain ways that you can function that are reasonable and everyone has their own line yeah. and for me to try and pretend online to be some perfect individual that lines up with the way that everyone thinks I should be and feel and where I should shop and everything else would be lying and I think there are a lot of people out there that seem perfect but it's because they're lying I just think it's a lot of pressure to put on individual queer creators to say that this single person needs to tumble an entire system yeah. uh, based on if they post or don't post when it's like so hard to do something as a single person. A comparable to me is like when it comes to the environment and like recycling or like veganism or anything like that. Yeah. I think like sometimes people get a hold of something like that and they're like, Oh, they're vegan. They say they care about the environment. Let's say you're a creator that posts about caring about the environment. So then all of a sudden you're picked apart for everything. Oh, that shirt you're wearing. Oh, that cherry you bought for your house. Oh, you went out and you um, ate this at this restaurant and they have a lot of waste at that restaurant. Oh, you're flying on a plane. So yeah. you fucking suck. It's like as soon as you stand up for anything, then everyone holds you to a higher tier. And I think that fucking sucks because then no one wants to stand up for anything at all because they're afraid that if they aren't the perfect ambassador for it, yep. then, then they're just going to be shit on. Whereas I like to move in the internet space with like, Hey, I'm going to stand up for what I believe in, but I'm not going to pretend to be perfect. And there's going to be times where people that follow me disagree and I'm not going to be a perfect role model. I can't, I can't do that. It's impossible as a human being to do that. Yeah. And I think giving some grace to people that are trying to make change in the small ways that they can um, while still being imperfect human beings is very important. Yeah. I also think it is important if we're going to talk about um, individual accountability of queer creators specifically. Mm -hmm. 
also look at the content that they're making. Yeah. Just generally. I agree. If somebody's taking ad spots from like massive companies and they're also making garbage content mm-hmm. or they're not supporting other queer people or people of color, you know? Small you, businesses. Small, when's the last time they posted that? When's the last time they posted like, another queer creator? Take, I would say that is something that's um, more attainable to go after a queer creator for than just taking an ad generally. Just look at their content say, are you providing value in any other way? Mm-hmm. I if agree. So, or are you just selling me shit? If so, maybe take some money because then your content's going to get better and you can support more people and queer businesses and queer people through that. Through that. Through, but if they're making yeah, shit powerful. content and doing that, come for their ass. I a thousand percent agree. <laughs> and I will say just to wrap up this episode, um, with that in the way that like I'm moving in the way that I handle like partnerships and like my personal goals, the way that I think everyone is um, becoming more conscious as a consumer and everything else. I think, I think those are really important things. And yeah. I think it's really important to like check yourself, um, but check yourself first before you check others. And I also want to say a genuine, it's always genuine, but like an extra huge thank you to anyone out there who supports our content or my content. Um, because when you become a patron, um, when you, you know, buy something from my merch store, when you buy something from our merch store, Um, when you go on any creator's platform of any kind and tip them in any way, a buck here or there, it really makes a difference because it allows those creators to make choices that align with what they believe. Because for example, like this year I brought out, um, a merch run that I was really proud of. It's some of my favorite shirts that I've ever brought out and it did really well. And that allowed me the space to be more conscious in what I was saying yes or no to, because it helped fund certain content that I have coming up that I've spoken about, like short films that I've written. Um, and when people, you know, support me on Kickstarter for those films and things like that, um, it sucks that it's not like the platforms you're creating for that are paying people correctly. But because as a consumer, you've made those choices, like it really does help creators. And on top of that money isn't everything. So like every time you share something and I know we make Jesus fucking Christ, this, not this. Every time you share something and I know we make big jokes on this podcast a lot about, like we're gonna come for your family and stuff and we are that's we, true that's not that's, a joke that's, but yeah it's, yeah. it's we, we will um but genuinely like when you share stuff when you um you know post on your story when you send your friend's small business to somebody else um even if you're not purchasing or you're not like opening up your wallet you are supporting them huge sometimes even more than if you purchase something yeah so that stuff does not go unnoticed either so i think just make sure that you're out there, you know, lifting up people that you think are making really cool shit for the world. And hopefully that comes back around to you too. Absolutely. So yeah, we're definitely going to get roasted for this podcast. That's okay. But I think I was honest. I think that's all you can be. Absolutely. And, um, happy pride. And this episode is sponsored by flat tummy tea. Like that would be bad. Imagine. Can you fucking imagine? But this month in pride colors, yeah, like... we lift up a bag. Do you want to shit rainbows? <laughs> Do I have oh. a detox tea for you? Did you ever have that bread when you were a kid that was like rainbow color bread and then it made your, your shit colorful? It never made my shit colorful. Oh, it, it did to me. Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> so sponsored by yeah. Rainbow Bread. Okay, thank you all for listening and and taking this with um coming from a space with friends. Yeah. We're not perfect people. Coming with friends. To, just I love coming with my friends. Always. Always. <laughs> Support small businesses, go out and see local performers and uh hopefully I'll see you at a Vancouver meet and greet Sean Wong cuz he sucks. Okay, okay bye. <laughs> you we have to sign off. Oh right, fuck. Are fuck. you fuck? I forgot. The first time in 170,000 episodes. And until next time, we'll see, see you around, around the neighborhood. I had to kick it off. That was offensive. <laughs>